issue of the Three Old Geeks podcast. I am joined once again by my cohorts. First of all, the owner-proprietor of our very own Wretched Hive of Scum and Villainy, Keith. Keith, how are you today? I'm the scum. <laughs> We're also joined by a man with a reputation of pulling arms out of sockets when he loses at hollow chess. Brian needs one. I am the villainy. And I, of course, am the local uh, scruffy nerf herder. I'm Lance, the kid sidekick. And welcome to another edition of Three Old Geeks. So if anybody's been paying attention to the internet, there is a ton of news in the industry. Yes, there is. There is. So the, uh, and I'm going to talk a little quicker just because there is a lot. Uh, The Century Show has been uh, announced on Disney Plus. They're doing the Century. Uh, that's exciting. Century the Marvel Century? Yeah. Blonde, oh. su- Blonde Superman. Yeah. Blonde Superman, yeah. Yeah, with the void. Ba, 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 ba. Rogue is rumored to be debuting in Captain Marvel 2. So she will be the first X-Men. She could take her powers away? Like, that's like that's classic the thought. Rogue? I don't, you know what? I don't know. Any rumors on who's going to play her? No. Okay. No, that hasn't, there's been no casting. Oh, and just to in case it, uh, the casting for Emily Blunt and John Krasinski for the Fantastic Four. Because I could not remember the attractive blonde lady's name who looks like a scientist. Emily Blunt. Storm is rumored to be debuting in Black Panther 2. Which would make sense. As they... <laughs> what? That you can remember the word blunt. <laughs> Dan, uh, the biggest news of the week is Dan DiDio being out at D.C. Um, still has not said why. I'm just hoping that with the D.O. out, I actually get the Justice Society back on D.C., so. You will, I think. I hope so. Um, it really needs to be done. You're going to get it on TV. And that's, the Star Girl, that's Star probably Girl. why I'd be back in the comics. Yeah. But, one of know, the one of the interesting comments I, I saw on his leave. Right, are we doing? The fans are all celebrating, and the insiders are all crying. What insiders? Why? 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 I don't know. I mean, it should be like Ewok celebration in here. <laughs> and that's what they said. It, it's an interesting, it's an interesting dichotomy because the fans are, are happy that he's gone. Uh, though he did some good things. I mean, you know, let's oh, not. I'm let's not like saying completely trash. I'm the not going. I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to trash the guy, but he took. He stripped a lot of what I liked about DC. He just kept on hitting the reset button, trying to do something new, and it, it didn't work. Yeah, he. You know, New 52 is like trying to take on the video game industry, put those elements into the comics. And that's why it's darker, everyone's a little bit more sexy, and it didn't work. It worked the first month, but after that, it just dropped off. You know, I think I, I picked up, I want to say I picked up at least 20 of those books. I get it, it worked the first month. If you look at the sales numbers on the first issues, they were phenomenal. But then pe- people read them. And- <laughs> Okay, so but we got to move on now to uh, Star Wars news, because they're talking about the return of Boba Fett, <laughs> and how exciting this is. Exciting? <laughs> how is that exciting? What's exciting about Boba Fett? We have the Mandalorian. Now we have actually a good guy who actually does something in the armor. Why are we going back to that reject who did nothing? You know what? And and in Clone Wars and in Rebels, both. Uh, the Mandalorians are heavily featured. And what Boba Fett doing those? Anything? Uh, awesome things. No, yeah. he's not in there. He's dead. He's, he's not in there. He's dead, yeah. But uh, but now they're going to bring him back. 
So this is exciting. For who? For Star Wars fans who love Boba Fett. Yeah. As probably the uh, the best bounty hunter. Yes, the, most, the uh, most overrated cam- cameos ever. What are you talking about overrated? <laughs> Keith? Keith, come on. <laughs> he did nothing. He did absolutely nothing in those movies. But stand there and look kind of cool. You know, I understand. Way cool. I've seen the holiday special, so I understand why he didn't talk. Because he had a weird-ass voice. But in the movies, the only thing he did was figure out Han went out with the trash. And then couldn't even go pick him up himself. He had to call Vader, have Vader go pick him up, freeze-dry him so he can deliver him to Jabba. He's a UPS guy at best. Cool-looking UPS driver, but that's all he did. Okay, so uh, this week I finished Star Trek Rebels. Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Wars. Star Wars. Wow. Oh, we're going to get some complaints about that. Sorry, I've also been uh, following Picard, which, by the way, the first uh, episode of that is on YouTube for free, so you can watch it, uh, for those of you who are interested. Any good? I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. But uh, did you like it? It was good, yeah. It's a nice setup. Isn't going to get me by the thing, but it's a nice setup. (laughs) There's no spending money there. I'll wait till the I'll get the seven day free trial around episode nine, and then I'll watch the last episode and be done. Oh, excellent! I'm the scum, and I'm the villain. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so sounds Star like we're a wrestling Rebels. team. So yeah, I finished I finished Star Wars Rebels. So now I have uh, I have finished the Clone Wars. I have finished Rebels, but I was uh, I thought it was interesting. The last episode takes place after the Battle of Endor. And they're kind of going into a, a little recap of where the characters are today. So this is the, after the Empire's fallen, then? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and the Rebels have won. And they um, all celebrated. They did. They did. I thought it was interesting, Hera, who is the um, pilot and the love interest of Kanan Jarrus, the last Jedi, or he was the last Padawan, but he they call him a Jedi. Spoilers, if you haven't seen a series that ended a long time ago. Me. <laughs> he dies. <laughs> Not me. Kanan. No, yeah, Kanan. Kanan. <laughs> Keith's still here. Keith's still with us. Hera has a child. Now, there was not a point that I saw where Kanan and Hera could have had relations. Well, they're not going to show that on a cartoon on a Disney How channel. How long does it take? <laughs> I'm already done. <laughs> they they account for the time that they're together. So it's not like there was a time where, oh, we're running, we're running, we're getting away, we're escaping. Ooh, and she was drugged, by the way. So that's interesting That because we'll get into that in the Star Wars universe at some point. Not today because Lance won't let us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, there wasn't a time. There wasn't, but she has a child with him, and so you have another force-sensitive child, which I think is interesting. Ezra Bridger, who is the Padawan, who is uh, Kanan's Padawan, yep. is taken off to some place, and they're going to look for him. Sabine, the Mandalorian, and Asakatano, who is just one of my absolute favorite characters in that uh, uh, Rebels Clone Wars uh, series. And you know what? It was kind of sad. It was kind of sad. Well, first of all, because I have nothing else. Well, you got something now. What? 
the best thing that they've done for Star Wars in like you know since well, Empire and, already. Uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah, and I'm going to agree with you, and I'm also going to agree that it's Dave Filoni. I am just going to no. keep pointing that out. He gets the Star Wars. Just let him do. Let him run with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's put it this way: he's the guy. Him and Favreau was the guy who came up with the with the Mandalorian, and and even though you know rumor has it, it was the Boba Fett movie that they turned into a web series, essentially or whatever. But I mean, dude, that's the best stuff that they've done in years. And I don't did I did I talk about um them canceling Obi Wan? No. Yeah, so they've canceled Obi Wan, or it's no, on hold was indefinitely. Weird. He was just on Jimmy Fallon and said, "Yeah, I'm doing it." So. Right. Did they not tell him yet? No. What? What? They're they're pushing it off. They're on hold indefinitely, and it went from um, starting filming in the summer of this year to now January of next year. But they fired the entire crew. They fired the pre-production staff. I mean, like nobody's working on it for him to be doing it. But the problem was that they um, basically the 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 series was going to be Obi Wan with Luke and Leia as babies. And what they came up, what they figured out pretty quickly was, my God, this is just the Mandalorian with an extra child. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Luke and Leah are not as cute as Baby Yoda, because nothing is as cute it's as Baby Yoda. Full house point. <laughs> I was gonna say it's Uncle Luke, but no, uh, not yet. You could have Uncle Anakin, but no. Oh yeah, that that would make for strange uh, Thanksgivings or life days, if you will. Well, just watch the first Star Wars, but I've seen the Mandalorian. Okay, I've seen uh, Clone Wars, and if you haven't seen Clone Wars, the cartoon, and and people could play, oh, the animation, uh, shut up. <laughs> the stories are just so good, and you start to see tie-ins to the Mandalorian in Clone Wars and Rebels. Well, yeah, because the entire uh, with Moff Gideon and the Dark Sabers and that whole thing. Involved with the first uh, Mandalorian Jedi, and he was like the ruler of the, the Mandalore, the ruler of the planet, that type of a thing. Yeah, and and the um, and the person who wields the dark saber uh, is kind of the king of the people. So that's yeah, it's the dark saber at that point. Then, like? kind of, yeah, it's kind of a, a next caliber typey thing. They don't like the Jedi. Interestingly enough, Mandalorians do not like Jedi. Well, they, they made big references to that in uh, the actual Mandalorian series, or they basically the said siege. These, the, the, the siege and the, the, these enemy wizards that we fought. That's just some brilliant stuff. Yes, and they're uh, they're going to go through the siege of Mandalore in the seventh. Seventh series, seventh season of uh, seventh season of Clone Wars. They're gonna go into that. So they they realize that there's a tie in there. Yes. Uh, this is uh, this this is getting good. No, oh, yeah. They tie it all together. It's Filoni, who controlled all those universes. Who really has created just an incredible universe. I, so, I, well, he's doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. Would love to see him redo the prequels. <laughs> the last three. Start the Kickstarter. Start the Kickstarter. Filoni and uh, in charge. No J.J. Abram. <laughs> or as they call him, J.J. Binks. <laughs> Don't start with your, uh, I'm going to ruin your childhood. Bullshit. <laughs> Sounds like someone beat me to it. <laughs> but no, you want to talk about ruining childhoods, we'll talk about George Lucas. Oh, God. Oh, don't get me started. Well, you know. Don't get me started on what that man did. I like the holiday special. What? 
Carrie Fisher on cocaine? How could you not like it? <laughs> you got to meet Chewbacca's family. Itchy and Loki. Our Carney is on that. Correct me if I'm wrong. They had musical numbers involved with it. You know what I yeah, love, Dark yeah. Carney. B. Arthur's on that. Never wore shoes. What was wrong with that lady? I love Dark Carney. I did too. You know, there was only I love Dark Carney too, but I didn't want him on my Star Wars. Why not? I didn't want a musical variety show in my Star Wars. Just well, like I didn't want a, did a blast wave around the exploding Death Star in the first one. Just like I didn't want a walking and talking Jabba the Hutt in the first one. You want to talk about how George Lucas ruined, ruined my childhood? There you go. I, I don't think that the uh, I don't think that the changes he made in the New Hope because they were just aesthetic. Oh no, he was getting his cutscenes and whether you liked it or not, and literally Han Solo walking okay. over Jabba the Hutt's tail looked like. They, they picked up the frame of the film and they moved them, you know, by yeah, hand. Yeah, that was stupid. So, well, no, the worst part is Greedo shooting first. That, well, I think that's doubt. well documented in yes. geek culture that yeah. Han Solo shot first. And if you disagree, it, then it, you're wrong. Yeah, well, it changed his whole personality. It, it made him not the the bad, not a bad guy, but a gruff guy who becomes part of a bigger thing later on. And that's what I hate about that part. Well, yeah. It made him too nice. Not nice, but oh, I, I never it never even occurred to me ever in my life that Greedo shot first. Han Solo always shot yeah, first, exactly. It was I, there was never a point where I questioned that until you watched the, the remakes or the special deluxe editions. editions or whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, because you don't want to have Han Solo come off as being what bad, but that's the whole point. He goes from being a bad guy who only care about himself who will shoot first to someone who's gonna help a bigger. Cause. And you can't tell me that he wasn't justified in shooting first. Basically, wasn't the line before that, it doesn't matter if I bring you to Jabba dead or alive. So he kind of figured, well, I'm going to kill this guy before he kills me. Which yeah. is the old cowboy aesthetic type of a thing to me. I don't know. Well, yes. No, I would go with that. And, and yeah, that's why it never occurred to me that Han Solo didn't shoot first. It was like a cowboy thing. And then he came out with the prequels. You love those, right? It's not that I don't love them. The first one... Do this. We can do this. We can have a... Totally animated character. Is anybody else creeped out by the whole Padme Anakin love affair? I've long told you my theory on that. Well, is. what is your theory? I'm not sharing it? it with the world. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Keep them coming back for more. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, and I'm just going to start, Darth Vader was only really a badass in the comic books or in the novels. In the movies, if you watch, he's not really a badass. Choked a guy. He choked a guy. Killed him. Okay. Oh, <coughs> Han Solo shot first. <laughs> and it was a better scene. So he chokes a guy. <laughs> That's all he did. Who? Oh, and now the whole universe fears him because he choked a guy. <laughs> no, see, and there you go. Talk about when you want to talk about. They made him a badass at the in the last two minutes of Rogue One. Yes. I mean, dude, he was a horror movie, movie character. And, yes. I mean, he was literally people screaming. And granted, you know, it kind of made him look bad in that first movie because he was the ultimate badass in that. Him and, uh, you know, a seven-year-old Alec Guinness are trading uh, uh, light taps with a feather duster with the lightsabers or whatever. But, you know, I mean, like, they finally, to me, they finally gave Vader his due uh, in Rogue One where, you know, he's going through, you know, rebel scum, you know, trying to get 
the plans the last two minutes or whatever. Yeah, but he let the guy get away. He let him get away. He How old was that? by the other guy. No, they, they shot that poorly. He shouldn't have been able to run through three hallways. It's Darth Vader. He throws everyone against the wall, snaps that guy's neck, and he's got the plans. You gotta let him get off the ship and then have have someone take a shot at Vader and Vader turn around and he can hack and slash everyone who's behind him. You can't have that guy run as far as he did away from Darth Vader and Vader not get him when that's his goal. I mean, you had to because the movie was coming, you know, in the other movie they have the plans, so you knew he had to get away. But you don't have him go through like an Olympic decathlon before he gets there. Vader's not letting that happen. Or Vader's not a badass. Make up your mind. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fisticox. <laughs> he was a badass. Well, no, he wasn't. In the comic books and the novels, that's it. Well, because it's easier to get away with. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you didn't have to have a seven-foot guy in, like, all this cape and stuff, swinging stuff. You can, yeah. No, they kind of explain that in the, in the history of it so that it... Yeah, it makes sense. Well, and that's the 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 cybernetics slowed them down or whatever. Yes, it was. They were not uh, state of the art. They were very painful. He had to refuel. He couldn't put his arms above his head. He was in pain all the time. Uh, the he, way that the the legs worked kept could, him pitched forward, so he had that stumbling gait. And he, he could was, only do M C of Y M C A. Yes, he couldn't he do the Y and or, the A. Yep. Which, thank God. They had other people to do that because that was a hit song, and that would have been hard for right him. Right on there. Right, now you guys are getting over. Was he like on some variety? Like no, 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 variety no, show no, that I missed no, or something like just, that. Just me being a smart ass. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I got scared for a second. I thought there was more variety show musical stuff with my Star Wars. <laughs> In my no. head, it's always going. So they explained on the R, and that uh, Palpatine did it on purpose because naturally, just naturally. Anakin was much more powerful than Palpatine. So by doing that... It's on the midichlorines. Don't get me started on midichlorines. Well, he had less midichlorines because he didn't have all his limbs. Don't get me so started he had, on midichlorines. Well, where is the main storage of midichlorines in the body? Is it in arms and legs? Okay, then okay, can see. okay, we're going to just stop the midichlorian <laughs> stuff right now. Okay, talk about ruining, ruining your childhood. Okay, George Lucas, talk about ruining your childhood. The Force is this mystic energy that surrounds everything that, that, that a Jedi uses his emotions to manipulate. It, it's between you, it's between the rock, it's between the tree. And the midichlorians. And, and, and it's... Shut up about the midichlorians because it should have been the natural talent. It it, it it should not have been the 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 uh, the, the uh, oh god I'm choking on my own words here. It should not have been the freaking you know. It, it should have not been the. the <laughs> it should have not been the freaking diabetes test. It should have been a, a Jedi Master waving his hand over Anakin, going, "The Force is strong in this one." Not, oh geez, his blood count is this. Come, t- talk about completely taking the mystic out of the mystical. My God. I uh, I thought that midichlorians I didn't think was the worst thing that he did, and I think that that was fucking horrible. What is the worst thing, thing then? Uh, you know what? I, I thought Revenge of the Sith, or is it Return of the Sith or whatever Sith? It's Return. Return, return of the Sith. Revenge. No, Revenge. 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 I don't know. Revenge, so revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Return of the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. Yes, but they changed Revenge of the Jedi. Yes, they did. 
to wrath or because of wrath of Khan. Anyway, um, in revenge, I thought that that should have been a much darker movie. And I thought that they should have, and you know what? It was the best that Hayden Christensen looked through the entire trilogy was not that he was in the first one, but it should have just been much darker. Like when, when he killed the kids, you don't think that was dark enough? Don't just show the door closing. Have him whip a few. See, that's the that's the old. <laughs> that's the old. You know, the violence off. That's the old. That's like Shakespeare, you dude. The violence off screen is much worse than your head than what anything what you can imagine than what they're going to actually show you. That's that's. I don't know. They can show some pretty gruesome stuff. <laughs> yeah, him whacking kids would have been. Yeah, would have got them an R rating, and they would have lost all their sponsorships. And we all know this is just a cash grab. Should have, could have been. I'm darker. offended by that last remark. We've talked about our favorite comics, this or that. Let's drill down a little bit. Is there a comic panel, a single panel from a single comic that has uh, floored you, made you stop in your tracks, made you just evoke something in Drool. you? Drool. Drool. Good, Brian, you're the Brian, Brian's the archive. Yeah, uh, you know what? There's um, there's two that come to mind, and, and when you brought that up immediately, Keith can give me the issue number. For X-Men, Sauron, would have been the second issue. The second issue? Well, his first appearance would have been, he appeared at the end of that issue and then the next issue. It's yeah. the one where uh, Storm's laying in the river and he's holding her head. Okay, yeah, it's uh, 114, 115, somewhere around there. We'll look it up later. Yeah. Um, but if you turn that page, there's the three-quarter, two-page splash of Wolverine jumping at Sauron. Yeah. That two-page that came at a time i think i was 13 12 13 and i i had stopped collecting comics because well comics weren't cool and i was going to be cool i tried oh, <laughs> i, I went through a year <laughs> where, where yeah, we've all cool. tried we've yes. all tried right but seeing that got me back into comics got me wanting to buy comics again that and uh there's the double page spread in spawn two that, no, I had never seen colors like that in a comic. I mean, first of all, it's awesome. It's just an awesome drawing. But the colors, and the, uh, that stunned me. And that was that, that was Image, so I bought that off the rack. Those are the two. And then, really, every panel of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. For George, I, would, I used to just sit and stare and try to figure out, why did he put this line there? Or why oh. did he? It stunned me. I, I love Kingdom Come myself. Just uh, trying to find all the characters yes. and background is really cool. Yes. Well, we should make mention that uh, Keith does actually have a cameo. Not in, in that. No, I don't. Not yes, in you that. do. I do not. No, he's the peeing guy in some other one. The peeing. <laughs> he's the what? What? Isn't it? Isn't it actually standing at a urinal? Yes. Yes. I, oh. Okay. I'm so. Oh. You no. Know, some I, people I just stand at urinals and the cover, cover of Astro City hardcover. The one just came out. Last year, yes, I am standing at a urinal looking at... Uh, but you're not urinating. I'm not, Do you know what we call people who stand at urinals and don't urinate? Perverts. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially when you're looking at a clown next to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I could have swore you were you were in the bar in uh, in uh, I've been, Common, like, been in lots too. of bars. That's not one of them. Okay. I wish I was. I actually knew Alex then. I, 
he wasn't using me for reference. I'm always goon number one, getting kicked in the face by Batman, <laughs> tied up by Aquaman, which is weird enough. You know, I've been a fireman, a policeman. I'm never the hero, always the bridesmaid. Uh, my son has been Hal Jordan, though. So that's really? Kinda cool. Yeah, in uh, Justice. A little no Hal kidding. Jordan playing with the airplanes. All three, of, all, Jordan, all three Jordan boys are Brandon. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. Okay. That's okay. This is, I, this is a functioning town, so I, I, pre- I appreciate you. And if you want to get and in on this. Just so you uh, we are recording this during op- hours of operation, so Keith's actually handling some business. So this is his livelihood. <laughs> I gotta leave now. This is, this is, I'm gonna leave the card on the table. <laughs> but you know, too, when you free time, it's up to you. By he's, the way, he said, he said it was a, for a cover. You're a cop or a fireman. Those are heroes as well, man. They are heroes. There you yes, go. They yes, they are. All right, so Keith, what's what's your what's your comic panel to end all comic panels? I think the one that that really really got me has gotten everyone. It's uh, in X Men also. It's John Byrne. It's Wolverine in the sewer. Oh, after after he gets beat up by the Hellfire Club and he's down in the sewer and he goes, "Now it's my turn, Bub." It's gorgeous. A yeah. friend of mine owned that page for a while, which then he sold it. Can, I, can anybody really own that page? Yes, yes, yes you can. can. <laughs> you can. Now it's for a lot more money than he sold it for, but yeah, it's like he sold that thing for like eight hundred bucks. Wow. Now it's probably like a thirty thousand dollar page. Yeah. So yes, that that is one page I went. Oh, that's cool. I can't wait for the next issue. And that's what I loved about comics back in that era. They weren't written to be trade paperbacks. They were written with cliffhangers. So you're like, oh, I gotta wait another month to get the next issue. And then you'd have to rush out to Jewel or 7-Eleven and hope you get the right day and hope someone didn't buy the last issue. Because then you need one. And we all know what that's like, don't we? Could be. Okay. So, Good, Lance, uh, what's yours? Yes. What, what, what? It, well, again, you're going to have to help me with the actual uh, issue number. Oh, it's going to be DC. I suck at DC. Um, and actually, this is a more modern comic. And this is one that Keith, Keith talked me into. It is the uh, panel uh, in Preacher where uh, it's in Monument Valley and it's the Grail fight going after him, uh, going after Jesse and Tulip and everybody, and uh, the Santa Killers is there, and the Grail fires the uh, the nuke, and it's the... The the, explosion right behind him. The explosion with the the, uh, Santa Killers with the fireball in the background, and he literally just says, not enough gun, and... If I had lottery money and uh, was gonna get a Japanese yakuza full back tattoo, that That'd would be, be that would be it. That would be it. I just think that's one of the coolest things I have ever seen. That is striking. That was awesome. You might want to just the buy late the page. Steve Dillon. Yeah, I own the page. Oh no, I, I own the comic. I don't own no, the page. Oh. The original art. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Steve Dillon. Yeah. Underrated. Underrated. The late Steve Dillon. I think he was. I think he was vastly underrated. If nice. you read uh, Wolverine Origins, and that's what got me into Wolverine Origins. Well, he did Punisher. He did a bunch of stuff. And his well, yeah, stu- but that his was stuff crap. was, <laughs> was crap. <laughs> Captain is Punisher. It was crap. That was crap. Uh, no, his stuff was really good because he could, he could make it fun and serious at the same time. And uh, I think he was underrated as far as his, his just storytelling. Yeah, I would go with that. His expression. Yeah, he did that well. Come on, the Russian and the Punisher. That that's crap. We had, we had, we had, we had oh, defend it now. Turn off this so I can beat him. 
Just in case you were curious, Keith didn't beat Brian to death. And for you completists out there, and we know there's a few of you, here's a couple of comments we referenced on the podcast. The panel that Brian referenced was from X-Men 115 with Sauron. The panel that I referenced was from Creature 37. And the panel that uh, Keith referenced with Wolverine was from X-Men 132. Do you agree with us, disagree with us, want to suggest a topic? Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Hey, and thanks a lot for listening. Thank you.